This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. His third home run of the year. The captain can cruise around the bases here in Cleveland. Eight nothing Giants. Now back to 95-7 the game. And that was the final score of the day. A Brandon Belt home run that made it 8-1 Giants as they prevail over the Cleveland Guardians. That's good. Still, still getting used to that. The Guardians of Cleveland. 8-1. The Giants now 7-2. Mm-hmm. Best record in baseball through nine games. It's nine games. They haven't they have lost the best a record in baseball. They haven't lost a they series. They haven't lost a series. And, and Farhan appears to be doing it again. Now, before we really get into this, though, we got Dave and Alameda online. I want to I want to put a bow on the Warriors thing for a little now. We got some, some interesting stuff coming on the text line also. But for now, let's go to my man Dave in Alameda. Dave, you're almost thousand block. Block and styles. What's happening, brother? Hey, Styles and Shamari Block, how's it going? I was uh, I worked at Florida State Baseball under Mike Martin, so I got a little job over here doing t- uh, travel baseball. Oh, yeah. And, uh, we had players like Brandon Crawford, Tyson Ross, Jock Peterson, Jimmy Rollins, Otto Willis, Dustin Petroya, Troy Tulowitzki, CC Sabathia. That's a travel baseball club. Oh, yeah. So I've watched enough baseball to make, to, you know, over the years. So when I watch the Giants this year, they should be 2-7. and seven. They shouldn't. Or two, they should only have two wins. They shouldn't be in first place. But we, I didn't know how bad Cleveland is in baseball. <laughs> I can't believe these other teams can't capitalize. But they're hitting offensively. This team should be two and seven. But instead, they're seven and two. It looks a lot like last year. People are going to be talking about you know parades and all that silly stuff. <laughs> uh, and I think you, what, you're going to see the same thing that's going to happen again. It doesn't work in the playoffs because I met Billy Bean and he said my system works in the regular season, doesn't work in the playoffs. Same thing happened with the Giants last year in Farhan because Farhan just copies Billy Bean. So Farhan's copying Billy Bean. This stuff's going to work in the regular season, and when he gets to the playoffs, it's not going to work. What did they do in the playoffs? They couldn't score last year in the playoffs, couldn't hit anything. They had to put Viagra in their back. They got shut out. They only scored one run, and the game they won, they won like one nothing, 2-1. So they, they, they had no business. And I told I told people this is going to happen, that they were going to flame out like this, and they're like, oh, dude, this is Major League Baseball. We had the best record in baseball, 107 wins. This is tough to do. I said, dude, not when all the other teams are tanking. It's easy to do. Plus, they're all throwing out triple-A guys and double-A guys. So what's going to happen again? Same thing going to happen again. They're going to all, and, and when Crawford only goes, you know, he hits 20 home runs a year, That's not, that doesn't make it in the playoffs. He's going to hit less than that, and so is Joey Bart. They're all going to go over, over, over in the yeah, you know what, Dave? I'll tell you this much. I'll tell you this much that 
that seven and two, that's all fine and dandy. Leading the West, that's wonderful. Uh, best record in baseball, that's wonderful. I need I need to see some playoff wins, though, okay? Mm-hmm. I, I need to see a playoff victory. Like like a series. A series. Well, I'm not saying win the World Series, though, right? Because because that you you that that is a thing that you've heard Billy Bean say. Does it work in the playoffs, right? You you've heard this. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean I, yeah. I mean the you need to have a couple stars is basically it, right? This is what we're watching, what we're seeing with the Giants is a form of money ball, right? right. It is a form of money ball. I don't know if it's, it's straight it's not up. It's the good form either. The, the Dodgers are doing the good form, yeah. Well, the, the, right. Money ball by itself, it's got to be beefed up a little bit, okay? I think I'm having tri-tip you, you, after you, dinner tonight. You, you need okay? to add money to the money ball. Yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. You, you can your your non-stars can be the guys that you go money ball with, but you need to have the Cody Bellinger's. I know he had a terrible season last year, but you're lying to yourself if you're saying you wouldn't take Cody Bellinger on your team right now. Okay, so that's number one. You have the Cody Bellingers. You have the Mookie Betts. And then you find guys that are those diamond in the rough that maybe, you know, got... got Chris Taylor, Max Muncy, yeah. Well, even even Justin Turner, right, yeah. had been around the league. So you fill in with those guys, but you need to have your corner pieces. But, and, you, but and, you don't make your whole roster no, up of those no. Well, And the question is, can you win a, a World Series platooning more p- people, more players in your lineup than you have everyday starters. Because right now, you have, who are the everyday starters for the Giants? Brandon Belt, Brandon Crawford, Longoria when he comes back. But right now, it's uh, it's Brandon Belt, Brandon Crawford, everybody else, platoons. And, and then platoonery, exactly. And, and, and I don't know if that gets you to a World Series. I guess it could if you're the Tampa Bay Rays, but they didn't win it, okay? So you, it has to be a... A mixture of both, a combination of both things. Do the Giants have enough? Are they going to be able to to sustain the the level of winning that they are doing now? Because everything life, you know, the saying "life comes at you fast." That's the playoffs. You can <laughs> yeah. you can do whatever you want to do for 162 games. You get into the playoffs, life comes at you fast. One cold game, two cold games. You don't get that home run when you're looking for it. You don't get that double when you need it. Now you're down one game. Now you're down two games. And next thing you know, you're gone fishing like the Los Angeles Clippers and specific and, and obviously the Lakers. So you don't want anything like that. Do they have enough to get over the hump? It's hard for me to see other teams and these lineups. But again, they did get 107 wins last year. But can it translate to the playoffs? See, but this is my thing, especially when you look at in the offseason, there was an opportunity – to to go out and add some bats. And, and and you lose Buster Posey, you let Chris Bryant go. Those are two significant contributors. And your replacement, your, your answer is Jack Peterson, who's great dude, platoon, local platoon. dude, more platoonery, more platoonery in nine games a season, in which they're seven and two, right? So there's something to that, but that's because the pitching has been ridiculous, right? In nine games a season, they have scored eight, 13 and six runs in three of the games, okay? Mm-hmm. Every other game is four or less. With, let's see here, with four games scoring two or less runs, okay? So more than half the time, they are a two run or less team and, th- and they're winning. They're winning because, well, I'm sorry, three run or less team and they're winning because the pitching is just filthy. But I don't know, I don't know, A, if you win 107 games or be even even best the Dodgers or 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 the Padres, who they won the series against the Padres. Pa- Padres ain't really hurting though all that bad, man. They're still in position. Um, I don't know if you get 
not where this team wants to go, because I don't, I don't know where this team wants to go. <laughs> based on what they did this offseason, offseason, I don't know that they were like all in, let's go, right? So if, based on where the fan base wants this team to go, I don't know that you get that done with this offense that we have so far. I just don't. I Well, the question is, I mean, do you think the Giants are ahead of schedule or not? Because in my opinion, I think they're ahead of schedule. So I don't really have World Series expectations from the Giants, even though they just came off 107 wins, because I didn't expect them to win 107 games last year. But nobody Allen, did. Allen, if they would have brought in the Marcus Simeon, if they would have been in the Freddie Freeman sweepstakes, if they would have brought in two big bats, okay? They were not going to pay that. They were not going to pay that, and that is a, that is the conversation. If you are not, if you're choosing not to, to pay that, what are your expectations as the the Giants front office? Because uh, we love Tyro Estrada. Is, is that going to be? Is, that's Dubon. not enough. Yeah, Dubon, no, like, I, I, we love all we, these we, guys. We love yeah. them, but you know, you, you're still trotting out Austin Slater. You're still trotting out Duggar Yastrzemski. It's starting to look like, and I love Yaz, but it's starting to look like 2019, 2020 was a flash in the pan. Okay, the scouting report finally got filled out for Yaz, and he has not been able to make adjustments, unfortunately. And I love him just as much as the next person, but it looks bad. And and the worst part about it is it looks the same every single at bat, just unable to make adjustments. And if you cannot make adjustments at this level, you're not going to be at this level for very much longer. That's the bottom line. I, he's no he's no longer an everyday guy. At one point, he was. They even left him in for lefties. That's gone. And, and and after that, now you got Elliot Ramos, who's going to be back up to face you know lefties. So if he can't figure it out, and and, and you know what, I do not care about the defense in right field. Don't care. Me made two really nice plays a couple games ago. Do not care. I care about defense as far as a a plus position in on in center field. At shortstop and behind the dish. That's it. And, and you could make an argument for second and third. But right field, miss me with that. And I know this is the most difficult right field to play. Don't care. You can find someone that – Elliot Ramos, looked, he, didn't, he looked pretty fine out there, and he can also actually hit. So See, that, that's the other that is thing, not though. a reason to keep Yastrzemski in this lineup. That's the other thing, though, right? If, you, if you're not going to give us – if you're not going to give us Marcus Simeon, Freddie Freeman, and Katsuyanos and guys like that – then, then give us the give us the young studs yeah. we've been waiting for. Give us something again. As much as I appreciate Lamont Wade Jr., late night Lamont. Okay, I, he doesn't instill a lot of confidence. We, he just do, we do the thing about everybody. Oh man, what a blow! Uh, Evan Longoria and Lamont Wade Jr. are out to start the season, which it was. But we have no clue what Lamont Wade Jr. is going to be as a pro. We know he had a good season last season. He came up in some big spots, but we should be in no way, shape, or form booking the offense based on Lamont Wade Jr. because we have no clue what he's going to be. We 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 just saw this episode. We just watched this episode <laughs> yeah. of the show with Yastrzemski. You know, so maybe he's still early on. Maybe his scouting report isn't filled out yet. You can get another random year from Lamont Wade Jr., but I'm not putting that in pe- I'm not booking that as far as what the war- what the Giants are going to need to do to get this done. 888-957-9570 is in. Okay, all right. I guess I guess the Giants are they'll pull it off this season. That is the Xfinity mobile text line. It's also the phone line to join in on the conversation. Right now, we're going to go to Scott in Hayward, who uh, has a counter to my man uh, Dave in Alameda. Scott, you're on Styles and Block, Block and Styles. 
gentlemen. So I'm going to apart these gray clouds and bring a little sunshine into your day. All right. First off, Hayden McCaterson called in last year with the same Moneyball shtick. And, you know, Moneyball is a good comparison and all, but Moneyball doesn't bring in Rodon, who's striking out 12 in a game and 7 in a game as a dominant lefty that did not have last year. So the Giants did spend a little money. Now, you guys are talking like it's after the All-Star break and they didn't make any moves. Hey, Scott, Scott, I think we lost you. You had a back signal. Call in and we'll get you right yeah. on. No, no he, like, was, he was getting into the meat and potatoes, too. Well, get, but, come but back, I, call back, Scott. I, I get where Scott's going, okay? We're nine games in, and there's a whole season to play, and maybe we'll get some young guys. There are trade deals to be made. But my thing with trade deadline stuff is this, is that, is that that's going to cost you – capital prospects. in terms of prospects. Right. When you got a big old bank account to spend. Yeah. You know, tra- trade deadline, that's not when you make a team. That's when you get one piece to put you over the top. And when you build your roster, you build it in the offseason. You do it by shelling out that that them, that garlic fry money, okay? Yeah, right. <laughs> take the, the garlic the lobster, fry money. The lobster <laughs> the sandwiches. Lobsters, yeah, right? <laughs> T- take the garlic fry and lobster sandwich money and, and go get us some guys. Yeah, and... and you look at when you think about the Giants and saying that they are ahead of schedule as I as I did. Now, when you get into that trade situation, you turn into not ahead of schedule if you you decide to go for it. And now you got to trade somebody that you really don't want to. Right, some of these guys that have been in the system, the Hunter Bishops of the world. You know, you would assume Marco Luciano is not touchable. I would assume that Kyle Harrison, who's been a stud, shout out De La Salle. Uh, got my got my alum going right there. So there are some guys, Armani Smith, another De La Salle guy. So there are some guys that probably would be able to excite other teams, but do you want to let it go? And to your point, we didn't even have to be there. We didn't even have to let go of anything. You just needed to open up that wallet, okay, and let the money talk. Now you haven't done that, and to Scott's point, you can still make a trade, but a trade means that you're losing something too, okay? I, I don't think... Steven Duggar or Austin Slater is going to <laughs> pull in a lot of, you know, a, a lot of excitement or a lot of intrigue. So it's going to be something. It's going to be someone that you've probably been following. You know, I follow the minor league, uh, all the Giants minor league stuff, and people love it on Twitter. You, you got to prepare to lose somebody that you really might like when you're talking about going up against the trade deadline. And again, though, it's early in the season, nine games in. We are one sixteenth. Way through the season. That's the equivalent to one NFL game. I get it. Yeah. I get it. I get it. But but we have a we have the offseason to examine, okay? So it's not like this is just, oh, well, this, we're seven games in. They're not scoring runs. I've been saying this the whole offseason, you know, the, the the before the lockout happened and all the big moves were made, and they were like, okay, well, and who did who did we get again? <laughs> What? Right. Wait, the 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 Dodgers is out there bringing in Freddie Freeman and all that kind of stuff, and we got who? Who? We 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 signed another pitcher named Alex. Which, by the way, both the Alexes so far this season, they're pitching spectacularly. Okay, the pitching was never. Nobody ever questioned the pitching. Are you going to be able to keep up with other teams offensively? Because there are going to be days where the pitching staff gives up four or five runs, and that can't be an automatic L. And on a day like today, earlier in the week as well, 
the Giants have shown that the bats are starting to warm up a little bit. Okay, the sun is shining, right? When the weather breaks, everybody the, the, the summer bats are going to get hot. We, we understand that and we hope for that. But then it gets cold again, right? Now you're in October when the game's on the line. Who can you count on? And we saw it just happens so quick. And if you are not in a position where you have some big bats that you can really depend on, and I know they didn't have Brandon Belt last season during the playoffs, and that would have helped immensely, but you're just looking around, and I just don't know if it's going to be enough. I, I, I don't know. And that is not a question about what they're doing right now. That is more of a long-term question of do you think they have the horses? The same way we said the Nuggets didn't. And they had a fine regular season, too. The Nuggets don't have the horses. I don't know if the Giants do. But they're going to play well throughout the course of the season. Well, And furthermore, when you talk long term, it's like, okay, well, is this, is this what we can expect for the next however many years Farhan's running the show? Is it that when free agency hits, it's going to be like Christmas Day where everybody got all this stuff. And you show it up and it's like, oh, I got to. Uh, I got some pro wings, okay? Yeah. Everybody, everybody shows up after Christmas break with, with the Jordans. You're like, oh, I got some pro wings. You know what? Yeah, I'm going to run fast at these pro wings. I'm going to run fast at everybody. Yeah. You're going <laughs> exactly. to have to make it make it work, right? Exactly. It's almost like when you know, you'd know you be in the car with your mom and you said, hey, mom, I want some McDonald's, right, when you were a kid. And your yeah. mom would say, we got McDonald's at the house. <laughs> right. Well, you didn't have McDonald's at the house, <laughs> right? Did you had something you did else. Not. Exactly. You did not. So the, Farhan is saying, you know, we're saying we want some McDonald's. And Farhan is saying, you got some McDonald's right. at the we, house. We're we going to have a house burger, okay? Yeah. <laughs> 888-957-9570. Let's get to my man Ben in San Jose. Ben, what's happening? Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, um, I, I have to disagree with that caller Uh I think there's a component or some components of Moneyball here with the Giants, but I think the big difference, well, first of all, Farhan has just done a great job with the farm system. I mean, this farm system went from being one of the worst to one of the best, but I think I think the biggest difference between what the Giants do and what the A's do, of course, is that when they, as these players develop from the farm system and they bring them up and you're going to have some superstars littered in there, the big difference is when the the big contract, right, for these guys comes, uh, you know, comes to surface. Um, they're not going to trade them. They're going to keep them, and they're going to pay these guys. And and that in a couple of years, I think is 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 going to pay off um, big time. I think this uh, organization's headed in the right direction. It's just going to take some time. But hey, did you guys catch uh, yesterday the interview with Rick Barry? Yeah, no, I mm-hmm. did the Rick Barry interview. Yeah, that was that was me and Devon. We interviewed Rick Barry. Yeah. So what do you think, Shamar? I mean. Why? How come the Warriors organization isn't being honest with us about Wiseman? I mean, I'm I'm a nutritionist, and I work with a lot of phys rehab guys, and they're saying there's no way this is just a cartilage issue. This is this is something way more serious, especially for a young guy like that. Shouldn't be having these problems. If he's having these problems now, they're only going to get worse as he gets older. So how come the Warriors aren't just being a little? bit more open about exactly what's going on with this guy and uh, I'll take your thoughts off there. I mean I think that the Warriors by nature are secretive mm-hmm. you know like they don't really let anybody's they don't throw anybody's business in the street right yeah um, they, they, they tell you about his they tell you the minimum that they can tell you right oh this person's injured this is the expert and I think that's just their nature as far as Wiseman it, it's concerning it, it, really, is, it really is, is concerning, the, the ramp-ups, the ramp-downs. I would guess it has something to do, right? Let, let's say the Warriors aren't able to to finish this thing, right? 
and regardless whether they do or not, to be honest, but trade value. You don't he, – he doesn't have any already because he didn't play this season and everybody is seeing what is going on with him or and not really understanding what is actually going on with him. But if you do want to think about getting bringing in a, a vet next season or somebody, Wiseman is going to be on the table. And if they're out here saying how bad it actually is, if it is worse than they're leading on, nobody's going to want to touch that. It's already going to be a hard enough sell because – he hasn't played, right? He hasn't played in a year. So that that would be uh, a theory that I would have as far as the Warriors trying to play it a little coy and, and make sure that whatever type of value they think Wiseman has, they don't get rid of it if, if, if it is that bad. So Steph Curry, Steph Curry, I'm sorry, not Steph Curry, um, um, James White, or Rick Barry, Rick Barry yesterday, he was on with me and Devon, and he said, um, and he basically said that 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 injury and the amount of time he's missed is insane. This is the great Rick Barry, knows this knows the game, been around the game, Hall of Famer, NBA champ, right? He said that in so many words, he said that the Warriors aren't telling us something. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know, I don't know how true that is, but everyone I've talked to that has any knowledge of of this type of injury said this is insane. You're not ready after a whole year. It's been over a year, and and you can't get on the court. Oh, it, it, see, the question becomes: I feel that the reason why they're taking this route is to protect the kid, right? Mm-hmm. It's to protect Wiseman, not just physically, but but emotionally and all those other things, right? So I feel that's the cause behind all of the the mystery. But but it, it, it it's something to be said about how bad is this. Is this a Greg Oden thing, okay? Is this, is, is this a Brandon Roy thing? We're never going to get to see this kid evolve into whatever he was supposed to be. Yeah, and, well, I guess the, the, the better question is, why would the Warriors say anything right now? They're in the middle of a playoff run, I guess all season, right? Uh, more of, a, more of a, a general question as far as how this season went. But honestly, they might not even know. And of course, right now, when they've already said he's out for the season, so they don't have to speak on anything as far as Wiseman is concerned until the start of next season. And and when you get those questions, whenever the offseason starts for the Warriors. And again, uh, hoping that's in June and hoping that's ending with the parade. Now you're sitting here and thinking, look, we just won another one. Okay. Yes, we have Wiseman. We don't know what's going on. He's got no trade value. You can just rest your laurels on the Joel Embiid stories and things like that and just hope that it works out because nobody's going to touch him. Yeah, and, and he, listen, there's no value. I, I don't think that – because you can sit here – you can say, oh, well, we're trying to keep his his injury unknown, okay? But but a team that's going to make a trade on a dude, they're going to they're gonna bring him in for a physical. Like, you're not going to fool anybody well, in he's the a NBA. Piece. He's a piece. I think any trade – and, again, Wiggins played well yesterday, but it's, you know, the contract. I know he's going into his last year. But whenever we do any trade generator talks – Yeah, everybody just likes to throw Wiggins, Wiggins out the window. Wiggins is always the first name, and Wiseman is the second da- name. And when you think about it, it's like, okay, if you were that excited to get rid of someone – a lot of times that means that no one is going to want to take him. That's what right? I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. When, when I hear the trades that people propose, I'm like, this isn't franchise mode in 2K, okay? You can't right. just, yeah. No, we, we yeah, were you're doing not, we're, you're, you're not. You're going to get pennies on the dollar with yeah. a trade most of the time. Okay, okay. How about this? All right. How about this? A second round pick and Moses Moody for Rudy Gobert. Who says no? <laughs> exactly. Uh, the, the Jazz don't pick up the phone, okay? Exactly, like, yeah. You have to give away something if you want to get 
something that you want in return. This is this is how that works. Now you have your untouchables, but that's a question too. Who should be untouchable? But we don't have to worry about any of that until the Warriors season ends. And again, we're hoping that it ends with a parade. So speaking of bad faith negotiations, the Xfinity Mobile text line, the 650s chiming in, and this is the thing I spoke about a lot. We talk about the Giants getting a star and how, oh, well, we've been in the mix on them. The 650s is kind of alluding to the fact that that Farhan and company, quote, they, they are quote-unquote in on all these star players, but then you find out, oh, well, they, they, they're offering a one- or two-year deal or a dollar amount that, that the, the, no one was, not just that player, no one is going to go for these deals that, that, that Farhan expect. You know what I'm saying? So no, it's like, no. It's like, oh, well, you, hey. know, you, know who, you know who would go for the, uh, Farhan deal? Kevin Durant. Because he only <laughs> wanted to sign a one-year, two-year deal at places anyway. Yeah, but right, I mean, yeah. The, the Rangers sit, Marcus Simeon, and we love him, Cal guy, you know, Bay Area guy through and through, seven four, years. 44 home runs last seven season. Seven-year $175 million deal. The Giants would never do that, ever. But, he, but he, he's worth it. That's my point. Like, I get not giving I get, I get not giving Chris Bryant what Chris, what Chris Bryant got. I would have given it to him just because you don't have anybody better. But I kind of get that, man. A dude like Marcus Simeon, who is a second baseman, who, who has played shortstop he's in his career. Seven years. And, I, and I love Marcus Simeon. He's, he's 31. Gonna be, he's 31. Yeah, you gave him a seven-year deal? But Allen, seven years from now, so seven, that's like $25 million a year, right? Roughly, is that, it's a rough ballpark, sure. okay? Seven years from now, $25 million a season, that, that's going to be what you get coming out of triple A. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, seriously, $25 million in seven years is not going to be as big as it is now. No, that, that's true. It's not a $300 million deal exactly, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, did yeah. you see, and I know we're up against it, did you see the video of... Chris Bryant missing that fly ball. No, oh my goodness, no, man! I, did, he, I, I feel so one. bad for him. He's got the yips, and, and just because you well, can it, play mm. every position doesn't mean you should. And well, that's what also, we're learning. I feel Chris like Bryant. Colorado is a place where you go to die. Yeah, if you're, I mean, you go to hit home runs, but your career just goes there. It's like, all right, yeah. I'm in my retirement home already. Uh, who knows what they're doing? When you get back, we're gonna we're gonna keep up the Giants conversation. We're also gonna kind of shift back into Doves a little bit. Uh, uh, the the legendary Larry Bill has responded to our Twitter post, and we're going to read that out, for, read that for you when we get back. 888-957-9570, that's the Xfinity Mobile text line. It's also the number to join in the conversation. Block and Styles, Styles and Block, 95.7 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Wiggins cross court to Poole, takes a deep three. It's good, Jordan Poole with confidence oozing from every four, ties the game at 15. Well, right now it's twos versus threes. Now back to 95-7, the game. That was the amazing Tim Roy. And when he said deep three, oh, that was a deep, that was a Steph Curry-esque deep three. The Warriors overcome the Nuggets last night, 123 to 107. They, they, they won by 16 points. The game wasn't even that close. The highest lead the Warriors had was 24 points. And it and it it never the outcome was never in question. You know, like like the the the, the Nuggets would go on a mini run and then the Warriors are, are you know, they're like, okay, whatever. And just like it was said on on the call, uh, it was just a game of threes against two. Yeah, and we're getting a little, and maybe we're getting a little ahead of ourselves, but it's hard not to when you see what the Warriors did and the and the fashion that they did it in. Again, doing everything that they wanted to do and wanted to accomplish in Game One, they did it right. But typically, when you're looking at these games, this is how it goes. As far as when I'm watching them, this is how the series usually go. Game One. The home team, it, it, in the situations where the home team is obviously better than the, the, the away team and it's not a 4-5 or, or something like that, game one is typically a blowout. Game two is a close game. Maybe the Warriors, you know, pull it out, but it won't. It might not be a blowout again. Game three, first game in Denver, that'll be a close game. Maybe the Warriors are able to sneak out, or maybe it's the the Bones Highland game, and he goes off, and the and the Nuggets, you know, get one at home, and then that. But if they don't, and if the Warriors do win that first, you win that first game, you go up too well, you win that first game at home, then what we're talking about, no team is just gonna roll over. But three zero is not gonna happen. You might get a good effort in the first quarter or so, but. G- gentleman the, sweep, the, okay. Maybe yeah. a gentleman sweep, but yeah. probably get the brooms out because <laughs> the Warriors are going to smell blood, and they're going to understand that these are break. These are days at this point you don't want to play with your food. Number one, and number two, you need this time off because you are older. So the earlier you take care of your business, and, and, and specifically with what the T Wolves and Memphis got going on, that looks like that that could be some back and forth. If they got to go to a game six, Warriors are just over here chilling. So I, I think they're looking at yesterday as an opportunity, and and every day is an opportunity, obviously. But they're looking at this as a, as, as an opportunity, saying, "Look, the, these Nuggets, they know they don't have it. We know that we, you know we kind of got the juice right now. Let let's let's step on the gas and let's get this thing ca- taken care of." 
So before the break, we were talking about uh, we were talking about the Giants and Farhan and Zich making. We were also talking about James Wiseman and Mike in the city. He was on he was he was on hold throughout the pretty much the whole break. And I want to let him get the last word here on the on the Giants, but also on James Wiseman. Mike, you're on with Styles and Block, Block and Styles. What's happening? Block and Styles, how's it going, fellas? So you guys are talking about Farhan. I'm thinking, you know. Agents like Scott Boris and guys like Marcus Simeon, they don't want to deal with Farhan. You know, I mean, he's he's basically saying, like, look, I just left the A's. I don't want to go to another team that's just like the A's. So other free agents, and Farhan's only going to deal with agents that he can negotiate with and win. He's not going to, he can't deal with Far, with the Boris's. I met Marcus Simeon, and I also met the owner of the Rangers. His name is Ray Davis. They call him the undercover billionaire. <laughs> it's worth it to sign him for the money. He is worth it. That's that's not a problem with that. But, you know, because the, the owners have plenty of cash. Uh, if Farhan doesn't want to spend the, the team's money, that's fine. That's with him. Just like Billy Bean doesn't want to spend the team's money. That's 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 their choice. You know what I mean? That they want to run a small market team like that, big deal. Do what you got to do. But it will bite you in the playoffs. As far as James Weissman, James Weissman has problems in the tissues and the nerves. That's why he has he has pain. And the more you run, the tighter the legs get, which is bad for a basketball player. And you guys are wondering why the Warriors aren't saying anything because they really can't say. What are they going to say? Uh, we passed on. Uh, we had a number two pick. There was an article in the Sporting News by Nacho Vidal that says James Weissman, Lamelo Ball, and a historic mistake by the Golden State Warriors. So they 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 are basically covering up one of the biggest stories in sports because they got Steph Curry. They're in the playoffs. This is a bigger story that the getting it back to where it was, because if this was any other team in any other sport, they would be saying you guys had a, a LaMelo ball, a generational type play. Yeah. You know, see the LaMelo ball talk. I, I'm not really ready for the, I'm not really ready to say that taking LaMelo was, was a mistake because you, you see LaMelo where he's at on a bad team where he just has free reign. Could he come here and play within the structure? They made the plan. They team. made the plan. They made the plan the last two years. That's something. Show again, <laughs> again, again, though, but but within the structure of this team where LaMelo has to come fit in, this isn't everybody get around me and do what I do. This is, this is okay, you come to an established thing. They're like, how well does he fit in? How, is, he's not going to be the primary ball handler. He's not even going to be the third ball handler because you yeah, got Steph, right. then you got Draymond, then you get LaMelo. And what happens to Jordan Poole's growth, right? How does that look? It would have been great for you know last year or the years where you know Steph, Steph was down as well. But ultimately, look, what's done is done. Okay, we don't know what's going to happen with LaMelo. We don't know what's going to happen with James Wiseman. So the idea that, sure, it, it seems like that is the, the popular take right now. But you have Wiseman. You're going to continue to ramp up, what, whatever that means at this point. And hopefully you get to see something from the kid because I think he does have a lot of promise. I mean, we, we did see flashes. So, you know, no, but just from a value perspective, he's going to be a, a part of whatever deal that, happens but it's it's not going to make or break because the other team is going to say yeah you can give us Wiseman but we're going to need something else anyway exactly. so 510 is chiming in regardless of LaMelo Wiseman was a bad pick and I'm still holding out right the, because there's no I, the, reason to say there's no reason to go the other way because he's still on the team so you might as well take the hope for the Joel Embiid route 
and hope that it, it pans out. Or the or the step Curry, okay? Let's not forget Curry's first two seasons. He he was glass ankles, right? Like he he's coming up, he's injured, he he can never he, like I remember Steph Curry, like he slipped, he, he injured his ankle when no one touched him and was out like six weeks. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right, right. Like no one was even around him. And I'm just like, what's up with this dude's ankles? Is he ever gonna so you know you never know what's gonna happen? And I still feel that the big man. Given the fact that, given what you had on your team, the big man was absolutely the way to go. Yeah. But, but, but that's distracting from an epic night last night, okay? Last night, on, on this Resurrection Sunday, last night, I feel like we saw the resurrection of a dynasty last night in, in the, Warriors the pre, basketball. The pre-KD the dynasty. The pre-KD, exactly. And, and I think that, and, Strength and, and, in numbers, ball movement, all that kind of stuff. And, and people can say what they want, okay? We know deep down, and, I, and I'm, not, I'm not too – too proud to say it. Yeah, the 2014-2015 championship felt better than the ones with KD. I, did I go to all the parades? Yes. Absolutely, yeah. But we are have we have an opportunity now to to go into the playoffs and the difference the problem with the KD championships there's nothing wrong with them, but that was the expectation, right? So it's hard to enjoy it the same way because if you don't win, something has gone terribly wrong. But now Going back to the original, the Splash Bros. Well, now we got to read up some more of the text. We got some. Yeah, yeah, we got read up more of the text. The Splash Party, the Splash Family, all those types of things. The return of just Steph, Draymond, Clay. Obviously, you got Iggy in there. It just feels nice. It just—it's it, a reunion. To your point, a resurrection of the OG dynasty, and not the one that was tainted with Kevin Durant. Whoa, 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 whoa! Tainted. Tainted, tainted, those are strong words. Tainted in the way that it was, they were supposed to win. Tainted in that there was no. I mean, you're watching, you're watching the first series, right? You're watching the first two rounds, and you're thinking, I mean, I have to watch this, but ultimately the Warriors are going to win because that's what it is. Well, I, I, listen, I, I'm starting to feel like uh, that in this postseason, we're going to feel like that. And who knows? Like, like t- t- tomorrow night, 7 p.m. By the way, listen here on 95.7 The Game. Coverage is basically going to be all day. Started with Bonte and Butcher going all the way through Damon and Rattle, who are also going to do the post, the pregame for the show. Like, like stay tuned. Like, tomorrow at 7, we can go out and it could just be ugly. I don't. I doubt this is going to happen, okay? And then we're all singing a different tune. But but based on what we saw last night, this is this looks like him. This looks like that that this looks like a team that could dominate its way through the postseason. Mm-hmm. It will. It's all about health, man. And we have all about and health, we yeah. have not seen this team because of injury. And we can all just hope uh, whatever it is, whatever higher power you believe in hope and pray to that, that everybody just stays healthy because when the Warriors are rolling like they were last night, I don't know who can beat them in, in a seven game series. And, and then you get 30 points from Jordan Poole on 13 shots. Just to put that in perspective, Jokic took 25 shots to score his 25 points. Pool, 30 points on just 13 shooting. And you were saying you, you, over the break, you were saying you had a little something about Pool and Steph Curry, and there's kind of yes. some kind of parallel. Yes. Like, so, like some, yeah, a little similar. Like so, so uh that Pool's performance was Curry-esque is kind of what you were getting at. Yeah, so the Warriors Muse Twitter, which just posts a bunch of different stats about the Warriors. When we're looking at Steph's first career playoff game. 30 points, a double-digit win, over 55% field goal percentage, more than four threes, and it was against the Denver Nuggets. Now I'm going to read Jordan Poole's first career playoff game. 
30 points, double-digit win, over 55% field goal percentage, more than four threes, and it was against the, the Denver Nuggets. Nuggets. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I've called Jordan Poole mini Steph before, or Steph, Steph Jr. before. Now it's actually starting to, to, to feel like that wasn't that far-fetched. And, and this, I mean, Steph is the greatest shooter ever, don't get me wrong, but Jordan Poole, at some point, we're going to have to sit here and say to ourselves, this dude is going to be a star. Now, what level of star, we don't know yet, and, and Steph Curry is the greatest shooter of all time. But that's why I said mini Steph, not not, 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 not Steph. Okay? Well, but furthermore, he's also a mini Clay. Yeah. Like he, he, he can do a pretty darn good Clay impersonation. He can do a pretty good Steph impersonation. Like, is it, is a it hybrid, the real deal? A hybrid. Oh, yeah. And I think that's the, the beauty of it, and that's also why he just jives so well with this team. But also, you you have to imagine that that you didn't he didn't learn to 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 imitate Steph and imitate Clay, you know, in Santa Cruz. No. <laughs> like being in the building with these dudes for the past three seasons ha- has crafted has crafted Jordan Poole, and, and, and it and it's remarkable. It just is. It what because again, his rookie season. I'm like, all right, well, this dude, he's not going to be I mean, another, yeah, the waste, were, the, another wasted draft pick. Yeah, the Warriors were able to get him for a reason, right? Because they didn't in, really know. the first round. Right. They didn't know what – nobody really knew what he was going to be. They know he had the big shot in Michigan. But besides that, I don't really know what this dude is going to be, how he projects. The Warriors take a chance on him. And I know you're talking about, you know, being in the building and that championship pedigree that the Warriors have, you know, Steph, Clay, those types of things. But we cannot sleep on – what he did learn in the G League. And it's an interesting case because you go to the G League and you basically, you know, get your confidence right. Like Moses Moody been putting up crazy numbers. So it's a little hard to figure out, okay, whoever's balling in the G League, is it going to translate to the NBA? So Mar- Because sometimes it doesn't. Marco Bellinelli, man, he when the Warriors drafted him, he went to the G League in his opening games. Like had some like Jordan S like 50 points <laughs> yeah. or something ridiculous like that. So there's levels to this. Exactly. <laughs> One thing I'll say one thing I'll say about Poole, though, is is that, well, is that man, every every shot he made last night, like the cash register was like that's what I'm here. It's like Jordan Poole with a three, ka-ching. Well, that's Jordan, a good- Jordan Poole with to the rip, ka-ching. Yeah, yeah. Like that, that, that like earlier on they said something like two four years four 80 years million. eighty million. Yeah. It ain't that. Yeah, price <laughs> that, that, inflation. That, that, inflation. That, that's at least four and a hundred <laughs> right now. And if he has another game like that, then we're gonna be talking four and a buck twenty. That's a that's a good question, right? And then it becomes you have to get rid of Wiggins, you know, and, and get rid of you know that that money that's on the books. I, I believe he only has one more year left on his deal. But yeah, they're gonna have to figure out how to play this. I don't think they have to extend pool. This this coming season, but originally they were going to try well, to get if, him. If they don't extend him this season, then he hits the open market at the end of next season, right? And then you're in a bidding war, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you know, and you, and the, because, or, Orlando Magic are going to come calling seven years, and and, and and you just know, oh, open market, man. Okay, good luck. Mm-hmm. You, you better give him the super max, okay? Because that's the only thing you can do to, to outbid everybody else. A young guy. 23, 24 years old, can score in every way imaginable, legitimate shooter, good size. Like he's like 6'4, six, 6'5, six, man. You know, he's a he he is a legit, he would be legit 
as a two guard because he's 6'5", and as a point guard, which he can also play, like he's actually a pretty good-sized point guard, like a big point guard, right? So, And, and he can do both, man. So, I mean, that, that that guy, he has so much versatility. He has so much value. And you mentioned Wiggins. Everybody wants to throw my man Andrew Wiggins out the window. And I – okay, you take Wiggins out of this lineup. You're not as good. Now you can you can say, oh, you you might the drop off might not be that significant, but if you take Wiggins out of this lineup and you replace him with standard, you know, replacement level small forward slash power forward, okay, that is a significant drop off, and your team is not going to be nearly as good. Now, can you still contend? Probably, maybe. But it, it, it makes it difficult, significantly more difficult if you don't have Andrew Wiggins because just like an Iguodala, Iguodala doesn't – he his – Andrew Wiggins' contribution is bigger than what he does on the stat sheet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way, 888-957-9570 is the text line. Some love from Chef A saying that basically Jordan Poole is a combination of Steph and Clay. He is. And, and he is, right? We, we don't know what level he's going to get to, but the way he plays is a hybrid of both. So shout out to, to Chef A for coming through with the good text on that one. Going back to Jordan Poole, I think, and Andrew Wiggins, here, here's, a, here's a good one. Who's better, Andrew Wiggins or Harrison Barnes? Like, what is this team with Harrison Barnes instead of Andrew Wiggins? I think mm. it's the same team, I think. Mm. See, so you're talking about Harrison Barnes today or Harrison Barnes in 2015? Today. I mean, he's a solid player. I, I, no, Andrew Wiggins was an all-star starter, but that's yeah. not – that was – we saw closer to that last night from Andrew Wiggins than the ice, ice baby Andrew Wiggins that we've been seeing once Clay has returned. So – Maybe he's starting to warm up a little bit. Maybe he's he's that this is when we talk about that championship pedigree. Maybe he understands the moment. And again, nobody's asking you, Wiggins, to drop 30. No one's asking you to go crazy. But 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 he can. He can, but he's I wouldn't bet I wouldn't bet it. on it. I would not bet on it. And they don't need that. Well, see, but that's the thing, is that there is if you look at the what happened last night, the beauty of what happened last night was that the ball was hopping around. As I mentioned, nobody had more than 15 shots, and Clay had the 15. Uh, Jordan Poole and Steph Curry had 13 apiece. Wiggins had 11. The ball was moving. People were taking open shots. The, so there's going to be a game or two or three or four in this playoff run where Wiggins is going to be the dude that scores 30. It, it's just going to go that way because they're the, – the, Especially the, if they face the Timberwolves. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> but, no, everybody is just playing within the flow of the offense, man. There is no, there is no oh, I got to take over this game. Jordan Poole – Scored 30 points last night, but he didn't do it by chucking up 20 shots. Right. Clay, Clay Thompson, everybody thought Clay's shot was broken. I never thought Clay's shot was broken. I felt like Clay was hunting, as, as you've heard Kalena Ozbuki say on the on the telecast multiple times, he was hunting. He was going out there trying to find his shot instead of letting things come to him, and his shot was never broken. He was taking a lot of bad shots, and last night he took nothing but not nothing but good shots, but he took like 90% good shots, and and this team seems dedicated. That's the most, that's the most encouraging thing I saw is that this team seems dedicated to play within the flow of the offense and and let the ball go where it may. And that's how you get 12 points by Draymond Green. Mm -hmm. And that's how you got Draymond Green, which my favorite moment last night was Draymond Green sitting there trying to get the ball to Steph. The the shot clock's winding down. Two seconds left in the shot clock. 
boom, bust one, bust a three right in the face of Jokic. Man, that was my favorite moment. I, I jumped up, I shouted, I, I hope, I think I disturbed my neighbors. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was great, man. It was uh, a great moment. Again, this is the throwback. We haven't seen this, okay? Bay Area, Dub Nation has been deprived of this the last couple years. So to return, I mean, there was just an electricity throughout the whole city, throughout throughout all of the, the surrounding cities that you would call the Bay Area, which is a conversation for a different day where the Bay Area starts and ends. <laughs> but for everybody that's a part of Dub Nation, including the players, I think it just felt right. It felt great. First playoff game at Chase, and, and, and they – Rang it in, in in great fashion, and if they and it's a mindset for Draymond, and it seems like that mindset has switched. Okay, we know he wears many hats. He's on TV. He's got about eighteen podcasts. It feels like, but he is a champion, and he is a professional through and through. And understanding the moment and what he needs to be. I saw not top 10 back on Friday. Draymond drove to the basket. This is, I I don't even remember what game it was. Drove to the basket, tried to throw it behind his back. Nobody was there. And he was literally (laughs) right underneath the basket. Playoff Draymond, I don't think he's going to do stuff like that. He's going to go up. He's going to take the shot. And he's going to take the foul if he needs to. And that is the mentality that that version of Draymond is what we need. That, this, Whatever that version is for Clay, Clay is more of the, hey, you can't just walk out the, the door and, and all of a sudden it's time for a heat check. Okay, you got to play within the offense and you'll be okay. Trust that the ball is going to get back to you. That's that's Clay. Jordan Poole, whatever we need from you, it might change on a night-to-night basis, but do your thing. And, this, and obviously, Steph is Steph. So everybody kind of understanding the mentality and what needs to be done to get these W's, it's, a, it's, it's scary hours in a good way. It's scary hours for the rest of the NBA. That's what I'll say. <laughs> the 510 on the Xfinity Mobile text lines chiming in. You got to sign Poole and trade Wiggy for the money to make sense. Put Kaminga in the starting lineup and go get a cheap veteran. That's AK in the 510. What do you think about next year being Kaminga's coming out party and him taking over the Andrew Wiggins role? I it's a it's a thought, right? I mean, the way that these and if you're Bob Myers, shout out to Bob Myers, the way that you've been able to develop these players, it doesn't seem far fetched. But he'd be 20 years old, so it's 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 a, it would be tough because there's still going to be growing pains. But if you do feel that he's taking this jump, then why not? I mean, ultimately, I just don't see Wiggins on this team next year. For multiple reasons, but and then you have to think about you know we're sitting here saying start Kaminga is Jordan Poole. I mean you could pay you could pay Jordan Poole. Is he going to want to continue? I mean you're you're stuck behind and he's going to get his minutes right, but you're stuck behind two of the greatest shooters of all time. So the do you want to deal with that? The Xfinity Mobile text line all still chiming in for the uh, new death lineup names. We got the five or no pool party for the Splash Brothers. Um, that that to me that kind of sounds like. Uh, like an alternative tribute band that shows up in Warriors jerseys. Yeah. <laughs> I like it, though. I like it. I'm not. We, we had ABC's Larry Bill, also of, uh, of ESPN, chime in on Twitter, and he said Deadpool. We've which, seen that a couple which, times. Well, no, we've already seen, but he did Dead Space P O O L E. Yeah, when I saw it come in the text line earlier, I was yeah. like, put an E at the end, right? Yeah. To, to put the play on it. Uh, that works too. That works through the Deadpool lineup. I think that that sounds nice. Yeah, no, that I, I, we've had a lot of good ones today. I think that is my favorite so far. I really do like Pick Your Poison, but I like Pick Your Poison as like a T-shirt that just has yeah, the five the, dudes the Pick on Your it, right? Poison yeah. lineup does not sound as good as the Deadpool lineup. Well, no, you go the Deadpool lineup, right, mm-hmm. and then you put Pick Your Poison at the bottom. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right. There you go. All right. I, I think I think I'm gonna be standing on this corner of Lake Shore and Lake Park in the next few days. I'll, yeah, I'll see you. I'll I'll see you out there. I'll be out there with my tent, man. Five dollars, man. Five dollars. <laughs> the the five one zero on the Xfinity Mobile text line. Can Wiggs take a pay cut to stay? Maybe. I mean, Andrew Wiggins. He's got his paper. He's got his paper. Let's just be honest. He didn't earn most of it. He he, he earned a lot of it. He didn't earn most of it. And I wonder what his value is on the open market because two things, okay? Yes. So the two things. If the Warriors let Andrew Wiggins go, they don't get to replace his salary because they're over the salary cap, right? So if you let him go, you can pay Andrew Wiggins whatever you want to and go over the salary cap however many millions of dollars you want to so long as you're keeping your own players, right? So they can keep Wiggins and pay him whatever, and they just have to pay the penalty. If they let Wiggins go, then you don't have $20, $30, $40 million to spend. You still have the vet men and the uh, mid-level exception to spend, right? Yeah. So, so that's the other reason why I am I, – I don't really – I don't think you let him – I mean, listen – they got to do what they got to do, but the, they bought a team for four hundred million, and it's worth almost four billion now. Okay, mm-hmm. so you can afford to pay a hundred million in luxury taxes for the next two or three seasons and not miss it, right? Yeah, he's getting thirty-three. He'll get thirty-three million next season, and then after that, he'll be a free agent. So, if you are trying to make a move throughout this offseason, the other team, whoever you trade him to, understands that we got to pay him this year, but then we can negotiate and say. Look, homie, I, I don't know that we're going to – what you got, you know, pri- inflation for some, inflation for Jordan Poole, deflation for Andrew Wiggins. You're a nice piece. At that point, he'd only still be 27. But we, if you are looking for the money that you got on this last contract, I, it's not going to be with us, right? M- maybe – and I hate to keep, continue to throw out the magic, but I, any bad team that just thinks it's going to be some sort of a splash, maybe they overpay. But after – tasting the playoffs and things like that, he might not want to go to an Orlando match. He might say, I want to go to somewhere that's going to contend. Yeah, no, absolutely. But but that would be crazy. <laughs> that yeah. would be, and again, money aside, okay, that, that would be crazy. So the Dubs overcome the Nuggets in game one of the playoffs last night, 123-107 at Chase Center. When we get back, we're going to continue the Dubs talk, and, and I think I'm going to finally get to my reason why Steph Curry was the most important warrior last night. Styles and Block, Block and Styles, 95-7 the game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? 
Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 